This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the Can I Steal You for a Second podcast, a Bachelor podcast and part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Hey everybody, welcome into another episode of Can I Steal You for a Second? I'm Ashley Young, joined as always by Natalie Zamora. Girl, we made it to hometowns, or so I thought. We're hit with another faux-towns, as I've been calling it for two years now. All the men just went to Minnesota. We met their families. Michelle got to have some one-on-one time with the parents. Really is the best time of the season because the connections are tight. You see people break down those walls. But before we get into any of that, I'm on one because we have to talk about Clayton's Bachelor promo with the tagline using the phrase underdog (sighs) take a breather let's collect our thoughts because obviously it has not gone over well and rightfully so people are worked up what was your first reaction when you saw the promo oh i was so confused i saw it on twitter right when the episode ended and of course kind of the final moments of the hometowns episode was Michelle eliminating Rodney and then saying, Oh, you always called yourself an underdog and, you know, validating him and trying to make him feel better. So that happens. I'm emotional. I don't want to see him go because he's been great. He's so sweet. And then I go on Twitter and I see this poster of Clayton being called an underdog with cute dogs. Okay, sure. But what? Like, I feel like that was so messed up. It's been said multiple times how Rodney thinks he's an underdog. Clayton has never been an underdog in his life. Let's be real. He's a white man. He's cute. And he did nothing wrong on Michelle's season. She just wasn't feeling it. So I have no idea who picked that. And are they trolling us? Like, is it on purpose? I don't know. Yeah, I want to make clear I am with you. I think it's awful. I think it's tasteless. But nothing on this show is coincidence. Mm -hmm. And that promo launches the same night we revisit Rodney being the underdog. And again, for the record, making it abundantly clear, I absolutely hate it. And I just think that I'm all for a troll. This is the business of clicks and getting engagement. However, when you bring like race into it, which is truly the undertone here, Mm -hmm. I just think it's such an, it makes, it's like a queasy gimmick to me. I don't appreciate it. I don't like it, but it's 1000% intentional that they launched it the same day. This episode it's tearing at our heartstrings. Rodney seems like the sweetest standout guy. He gives me the vibes of like always the best friend, never the boyfriend. Like he's almost too easy to get along with. And again, no, no shade at Clayton. He seemed normal enough, whatever. He's the bachelor. And we just have seen great strides in terms of diversifying the cast and the the leads we see on the show. But what an awful, awful move. I hope they're happy with all the engagement and the quote tweets and the marketing that they're getting out of this. But it just feels like an like what it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. The engagement makes me sick. And I think it was a thousand percent intentional. And I I don't know, I don't have the words to, you know, articulate the disgust and how cheap it feels. Um, I don't know. I I work in social. I don't know how comfortable I'd feel hitting send on that tweet. 
Yeah, it really is in bad taste. And yeah, I completely agree that it was intentional. But it's just weird because yeah, that poster, that tweet got a lot of engagement, but doesn't make people want to watch the season. It's not like he was a fan favorite or like he didn't make any like he didn't no one cared about him when he was on Michelle's season. Like you said, he's nice enough. That was fine. But I feel like it would have been different if they announced Greg as the bachelorette as, as the bachelor and then had some type of like cheeky tagline because he was really divisive. People loved him or hated him. People would watch the season with him. But with Clayton, it's like, why are you now? I have like villain vibes and he didn't do anything <laughs> wrong. <laughs> They're definitely like, we don't care about you. Your yeah. people who don't air quotes, big air quotes on the podcast, pe- the people that are like, I don't see race, you know, those yeah. people, they're going to watch the show regardless. Um, and it's really frustrating because the people that are speaking up about something like it is very tasteless, mm-hmm. it's just giving them the traction that they want. It's like, you can't win in this situation. If you no. call it out, it gives it the traction that it wants. The people that are going to watch are going to watch anyway. And I'm with you. I feel like they're making a villain out of him for their own worth and don't really care about his season. They're like, we're going to get our views no matter what. Um, Also, I'm going to get on my high horse a little bit, too. They were all like little Frenchie puppies, Mm -hmm. which are like a chronically overbred, expensive designer dog. For sure, the moms have to give like like they can't even give natural birth because their heads are too big and genetically modified. The whole thing just made me upset. So justice for the Frenchie pups, Clayton, you were done dirty. The bachelor producers, you suck. Um, I don't, I don't know. I really don't think I could have hit send on that tweet. I think this feels gross. Yeah. I was really shocked. And I mean, I wasn't excited for his season anyway, but now we have this (laughs) and the trailer that they showed was just girls crying the entire time, which I'm just not ready for again. I can't deal with it. I'm with you. You know, I love the the Bachelorette much. I like my cast of guys mm-hmm. fighting for one woman, not the other way around. Um, and maybe we'll be changed this season. But I'm over the tears. I'm over his season. Will we watch? I guess. Yeah. Background TV. It's slowly transitioning into like something yeah. I live tweet into I watch the next day with no commercials. And it's just to maintain water cooler talk with peers <laughs> in passing, you know, like it's one of those shows. So shame on the producers, marketing team, whatever it is. Uh, and justice for our guy Rodney, because what a sweet sweet soul and there were so many other I think wonderful participants this season that would have made great leads as well Mm -hmm. I'm still not over Olu going home last week so you know Uh, I could have there there were other choices here that truly gave me underdog vibes mm -hmm. Clayton's football white man shtick I really am not picking up on where you were the underdog yeah not at all no and the kids loved you. Like never even yeah. in that challenge were you the underdog. So oh, here we are talking about it, giving in to what they want, <laughs> but um, it's shady. So I'm, I'm curious, my timeline, I know social media is just a bubble of like your own thoughts because you mm-hmm. follow like-minded people. But my whole timeline today has been Spotify wrapped and then people condemning the Bachelor <laughs> poster. So, um, which I love Spotify wrapped. So yep. keep posting them but no lack of calling out that poster. So 
All right. Scale of one to 10, how excited are you for the season after that poster? I know you were pretty low before. Two. I got to give it a two. <laughs> a generous rating. A yeah. very generous rating. So we'll see what happens. We'll see if there's any, um, you know, more pushback or formal commentary on it. But it's just, mm-hmm. it's lousy. And Rodney, I'm with Michelle. We'll get into it. You are like the best, which she said so eloquently. It was the sweetest breakup ever. Anyway, rewind, rewind, rewind. We have hometowns this season and Brandon's up first. And I said last week, I'm kind of impressed he's made it this far. He seems like a good guy, but hasn't stood out to me that much. Um, And I thought their date was very charming. I take fine charm in things that don't go according to plan and he tries to go skateboarding and literally cannot do it. (laughs) Like how wholesome is that? Yeah. He's adorable. I was on board with him fully last week with the one-on-one, but Mm -hmm. yeah, he's so cute. And it was just so funny how, yeah, was, he was not good at what he was doing. And he was (laughs) saying like, Oh, now that Michelle's here, I literally can't do anything, which I thought was really cute because who knows if he's lying, he could actually just not be good. But I thought that was cute of him to say. And it was a really cute date too, because Michelle is obviously not a skateboarder. She seemed like, oh God, what are we doing? But she was fully into it and and tried her best. And so good vibes, just wholesome vibes and good vibes. Wholesome vibes, good vibes. And same energy with his parents. He brought his mom, dad, and his brother. Um, His brother delayed joining the Navy, I think it was, to meet Michelle. Um, I don't think you can push back your yeah. start date to go on The Bachelorette. <laughs> so I'm just going to assume he hasn't enlisted yet, but I don't know. I need some clarification there because I don't think the U.S. government would take kindly to, actually, I'm not going to start that day because <laughs> I have to go meet The Bachelorette, but who knows? Um, they were sweet. They were sweet. They were cute. Very typical hometown conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did crack me up that his brother was like, I'm skeptical that you're dating three other men. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it cra- these conversations confuse me. Maybe you can talk me down from this, but <laughs> that's how dating works, right? Like you're kind of seeing other people in general. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, the bachelorette is a weird experience, but no one has had that, like, we're exclusive, let's be, you know, an entity talk. And that's not that different from the real world. Like, you are seeing other people until you decide to commit to each other. Mm-hmm. So I always think it's whack when they're like, oh, you're dating through, well, uh, that's how the show works. Yeah. And that's real life, too. I know, I know, especially last night. I don't know if any of the parents were kind of harder on her than they are usual. But for some reason, it really did hit me like, okay, I'm never doing this show for a million reasons. We've talked about it. But another reason is that the parents fully judge you for dating other people. And like you said, that's how the show works. And that is how real life works. I guess some guys don't want to think about that or parents are in denial. But I guess it's like that kind of thing is not something you share. It's not like you go and go on a date with someone you're like oh by the way these are the other two guys I'm talking to and you know judge them and everything like that so I don't know I guess it's just the fact that it's so obvious and known is what bothers them but it's a show don't make your show not like make your kid not go on the show then if you're gonna be that you know focused on it yeah. And then I wonder how much is the producers being like, here's some yes. questions to get the conversation going. 
because uh, it's so standard of every hometown visit. Mm-hmm. So I think all in all, it went well. There was no drama. And the whole episode I'm watching based on last week's trailer of whose dad is the one that says my son's not ready. Mm-hmm. So Brandon survives, seems very normal. And then it's Rodney. And I love a callback. I love, love, love a callback in comedy, in TV, in a relationship. And she's like, I never thought the man that was dressed as an apple would make me feel this way. And they go apple picking, <laughs> like very, very wholesome. And I think this is where I started to see like the bestie vibes. Yeah. They look like they're having fun, which is important in a relationship, obviously. But I was kind of like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's there. You guys look like you get along, but I could definitely see this trending more friendship than like life partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how I kind of feel about Brandon and Rodney too, during this episode of like, they're so wonderful and so sweet, but I didn't necessarily see a spark. And it might've been, I think for Brandon, I mean, of course he's still on the show, so who knows he could win no spoilers, but I feel like with Brandon, they kind of started their connection too late. And then with Rodney, they started early, but it never really got to the point to where she is with like Nate or Joe. So yeah, now thinking back to Rodney's date, it just makes me sad because he's such a sweetheart and he gets so giddy just talking to Michelle and talking about Michelle when he was with his parents. And uh, it just makes me sad. I want all the good things for him. (laughs) Me too. Me too. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is about like, good nice guys that they get written off like very quickly um so I'm sure like I said I'm always quick to feel bad and then I'm like I would pay good money to read his like Instagram DMs (laughs) right now I'm sure oh yeah his like picking so sadness is fleeting I'm sure he's gonna find love and whoever gets booed up with Rodney's gonna be lucky um I think I hope I always hope people are as nice as they appear on my screen I don't need anyone pulling the receipts of me like hyping up someone that's actually like an asshole in real life Mm -hmm. oh Joe let's move on to Joe because this whole shtick is this quiet confidence Mm -hmm. which in real life I think is wonderful yeah on TV I'm kind of like you're a little boring I need a little more from Joe okay right he's kind of boring Mm -hmm. Um, but then he did prom with Michelle, like, you know, you took me to high school, I'll take you to high school, which I thought was sweet and endearing. And she's really hung up on this Minnesota connection. Um, which I don't know if that speaks to me. Maybe it's because I'm from New Jersey. I'm never (laughs) like, I need like a fist bumping Jersey guy. Um, Minnesota men, the Midwest is nice, different breed, but she's really hung up on that. And I feel like the basketball, the Minnesota, all these little things mm-hmm. give him an edge over everyone else and make up for that. Like, I don't want to call him boring, but yeah, safe, safe. I don't know what the word is because he seems like a good guy, but just not as like, where is the spark outside of like, we grew up in the same massive freezing state. <laughs> I know. I agree. He is boring to me and I have nothing against him. He seems nice, but ahead of his hometowns I kept being like what is he even like again like I don't even remember what his voice sounds like and yeah I mean their date was definitely really cute like Michelle said it was like the most romantic thing anyone's ever done for her which okay cute but yeah I don't know I guess he showed a little bit more personality but I just feel like it's the comfort thing for her 
and familiarity rather than a connection. I don't know. Yeah. And I think that's tricky because it is spooky mm-hmm. to like open up to anyone. And so if you already have a foundation of, of shared interests or values or experiences, it eliminates some of that, you know, unknown. So I, I thought his hometown went well enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but in typical fashion, I think that was the point of the episode where I was starting to fade a little bit. We know these yeah. episodes are long. Um, I thought it was good enough. Fine. And then I'm like, okay, that's three men down, no drama, no real drama. So I'm ready, Nate. What do you got for me? Mm-hmm. Um, they go paddle boarding, fine, cool, whatever. And Nate's whole thing, I think we've talked about this at length, but he's like kind of saying, you know, I've never had a heart to heart talking about my feelings with my parents. Like I've mm-hmm. never been in a relationship, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, everyone's life journey is different. But it was just one too many, like, yeah, red, fl- like, babe, maybe little pink flags. Yeah. When you bundle them up, it's like it's one giant flag. flag. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, all right, this is too much. Like, do you know how to have a conversation about your feelings? Um, mm-hmm. Or do you understand? Because Michelle's parents are so important to her to say you've never, like, talked about your feelings with your parents. Mm-hmm. That's interesting to me. I don't want to say it's a red flag because everyone has a different relationship with their parents. Yeah. It definitely kind of sparked a like, hmm. And it didn't get better after that. So I don't know. Um, Did you think it was a red flag when he was kind of elaborating on that? Yeah, I think it's exactly what you said. Like, it's all just like some pink flags and then all together, it's actually a red flag. Because it's hard because when they're together, they're really, really strong and they seem like they could, you know, be in love eventually um, and get engaged, I guess. But yeah, it's tough just because she, like you said, with her parents, she's very close to them. She's very open about her emotions. And it's just like, if you're not there yet, I don't know how it would really work just because that's such a big thing. And I was very hesitant about him as they went to meet his mom and stepdad. But I came around a little bit because I don't think Nate is unwilling to share his feelings. I feel like he just felt awkward because he wasn't um, brought up that way. So he just wasn't used to doing it. I don't know. Does that make sense? No, I think it does. Absolutely. (laughs) Like you said, it's when you grow up, like saying, I love you, talking about your feelings. It's second nature. And if you're not in a household that's actively doing that, yeah, it's foreign and it's scary. So yeah, like I said, it's a pink flag because I think it's Mm -hmm. so important to Michelle. Um, And it's not something that's easy to learn. I think that's kind of where I'm coming from is I would never expect someone to pivot and do something that makes them uncomfortable. But I don't think it's something to, it's not easy to learn that at an older age. So Mm -hmm. again, I'm like at this point, pink flags, loved that his mom called him Nathaniel. Yeah. love that she kept being like Nathaniel Nathaniel mm-hmm. um but it was Nate's dad in the end which we all kind of saw coming where they teased last week my son's not ready for an engagement mm-hmm. um dad kind of threw or stepdad kind of threw him under the bus there am I wrong no definitely I feel like I think we've talked about this but if we were on this show I would be telling my parents like make sure to just be cool. Don't say anything (laughs) like too emotional. Just here are some things you can say, because in the end, you know, this is our decision. 
But I mean, he wasn't wrong. I'll say that it might have been a little shady to do to Nate, but he was not wrong. I don't know if he's ready for all of this. Yeah, to never like really bring a girl around to your parents to going on national television and proposing. Um, It's rough. And I appreciated the transparency. But like you said, I'd be like, Dad, that was not on the list of approved phrases. Why did you say that on TV? So definitely threw him under the bus. Um, And there was a fleeting moment, if I wasn't reading ahead, as one does, but where I was like, this could be enough to spook Michelle because who knows him better than his parents and his like family unit, but it wasn't enough. And Rodney goes home, which (sighs) I would think we've said it all already. Um, So I just don't know if I would have picked Nate, Joe and Brandon as my final three. I'm in a little bit of disbelief there. I know I really was not sure how it was going to go when at the rose ceremony, I'm, I was sure Nate and Brandon, but between Joe and Rodney, I think I would have picked Rodney um, just because Joe, I don't know. He's so lukewarm and I just don't know how I feel about him, but yeah, I, it was really sad. I was just sitting there just like, all right, come on, don't pick Joe. Don't pick Joe. And of course she did. Of course she did. You know, Mr. Minnesota was going to make it through. Yeah. Sad to see Rodney go. Um, I don't want to say I'm dreading the mental all coming up mm-hmm. because that's dramatic. There's, there's more things to dread, like another shutdown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I feel like it's just going to be the kind of mental all where everyone's screaming over each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of like you said this you looked like a crazy person and them just talking in circles trying to defend their honor mm-hmm. um I I don't know and then I'm sure we'll have some news about Clayton as well you know what's what's next they've obviously announced it so I don't I'm usually I'm excited I want some closure I don't need closure on anything this season I think all my questions yeah. have been answered I don't think there was enough actual drama it was like Martin was a jerk and then Chris S was the villain for a second and Jamie was the villain for a second but was anyone actually hurt over it like maybe Nate but he won't be there so I don't (laughs) know what they're gonna talk about honestly it's gonna be so forced um did you see Martin's post um it came up on my Instagram like last week I don't think we talked about it but him just being like Oh, I made mistakes. So do you. Oh, Oh, I'm not perfect. Neither are you. Like, literally, (laughs) by the end, I was like, am I also at fault for having read this? Like, I think I am dumber after reading it. I'll have to find it and we can Uh, share it. But, um, you know, he's going to get some camera time. And what was the the pizzapreneur guy's name? Oh, yes. Um, Peter. (laughs) Was I, I was like, pizza, Peter, sure. I know. Um, he's another one. I feel like the two of them are going to get so much airtime. Um, I don't think Chris S. is going to be as influential in the yeah. mental law. But between the two of them, yeah, we're going to get some some drama and some cringy one-liners. I'm ready for it. Yeah. It was interesting that they didn't show, they didn't show footage from the mental law, right? I feel like it was one of those, like, your favorite guys are back. And they just yeah. showed footage from this season. So I'm curious. <laughs> They, that means, you know, what that tells me is that they really have nothing. So they can't yeah. even spoil like the best one-liner. So uh, it's going to be rough. So we'll see what happens. Um, 
you know, it's been a pretty steady season, safe season. I think as always the, the drama outside of the, the show is what keeps me suckered mm-hmm. into this community. Um, and with the, the Clayton posters, no shortage of complaints from me. I have a lot to say. Um, and I think we'll see a lot more discourse and dialogue over the next week. But that's not to distract from Michelle and how wonderful she is. And that she's going to find love this season and all those, you know, wonderful fairy tale things I'm supposed to <laughs> believe in in this show. We're at the end. We made it. And I read spoilers. So mm-hmm. no rush for me to get to the finale. I know how it ends. Um are you ready for it to be over? Are we like, can we delay Clayton's season? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the end of Michelle means the start of another typical casting for The Bachelor. I know that was literally what I was about to say. Like, I'm ready for it to be over, but I'm not ready for Clayton's season. So just keep it going. 10 more <laughs> weeks. Sure. Just of uh, Michelle and her parents. Sure. Let's do that. Oh, that's the reality show. It would be the most <laughs> boring reality show, but like, such an amazing dose of normalcy like Minnesota family cooks dinner together (laughs) and then goes to the basketball court after like I'd be like this is boring as hell but safe I feel like it brings me back down to normal oh Michelle you rock I am excited to see how this gets wrapped up put a little pretty bow on it obviously we'll be around to talk about all things Michelle all complaints in Bachelor Nation, because it's my favorite thing to do. So we appreciate you guys tuning in this week. We're excited to have you join us next week. Uh, go like, subscribe. Can I steal you for a second? We're on all the streaming platforms. We appreciate you guys listening with us, and we'll catch you next week.